Hello and welcome. This is the third edition of the Spectacular Slovakia Travel Podcast. I am Michaela Terencány and my guest today is Hanna Falčak, an American who spent one summer in Bratislava working as an intern for the Slovak Spectator. Hi, Hanna. Hello. Hello. Um, now Hanna is back to Slovakia to teach English at one of the high schools in Revuca, is it, in central Slovakia. Uh, Hanna is a keen hiker and during her stay in Bratislava she has found ways to enjoy the forests and hills that are just a few bus stops away from the city center in Bratislava. So that's a nice thing about Bratislava. But first of all, Hanna, uh, what was your first impression of Bratislava when you first arrived here last June, was it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed living in Bratislava. It's so walkable. So mm-hmm. especially as a foreigner, this was my first time living in a foreign city outside the US. Mm-hmm. And I loved that um, once I knew which bus stops to go to, everything was easy. And I could even walk and get all over the city center on my own. And it still had Bratislava has all the cultural artistic attractions you would expect to find in any major city. And without the tourists and without the traffic. <laughs> okay. So it felt like you can really take advantage of everything. Okay. Uh, was it difficult for you to navigate the city without speaking Slovak at first? It wasn't too bad. I came knowing only very little, like, do you speak English and excuse me? So that helped. Um, but I did have just asking directions occasionally wasn't too difficult and after a couple of weeks I didn't really need to ask. Okay, so uh, I invited you today because you are uh, a right person, uh, the right person to talk about the uh, green part of Bratislava and the hiking possibilities here. Uh, we should probably say that uh, Bratislava spreads between the foothills of the small Carpathians and the Danube river basin. And uh, there was an interesting survey recently in the spring. Uh, one Dutch online holiday provider uh, published the results of this survey in which Bratislava placed third in the index for green city getaways after Reykjavik in Iceland and Auckland in New Zealand. Some people were taken by surprise when they read this about Bratislava. Uh, the index is based on a calculation of green areas in square meters per capita. And, uh, well, some people have disputed whether that is any indicative. In fact, the city is often criticized for its lack of greenery, especially in the city center. So how did you feel about Bratislava when you lived here, would you say? It's so green. <laughs> I think there is some truth to it. Sure, some of the shopping areas and residential areas are quite developed, um, but there's pockets within that of green, and the city seems to be surrounded as well by by greenery. And with the Danube River, the Dunai, it's nice to always feel like you're close to nature. And um, there are some larger parks like Sadyanka Krala is mm-hmm. so close to city center. And smaller parks, um, Horsky Park mm-hmm. is really neat. There's a lot of um, shade and tree cover. So you do feel a little like you're in a forest. Mm-hmm. And Meditska Zahrada mm-hmm. Medical Garden, it's near the medical faculty. Mm-hmm. And there's so many people there, people with strollers, people doing yoga and slackline clinics. Okay. So it's really cool and popular. In the summer, mostly. In the summer, true, <laughs> true. Um, one of my favorite places in the city center, close to the bus stop, actually, is 
Andreski Sinterin. Mm-hmm. I have some trouble sometimes with the Slovak pronunciation yeah. of Andreski. So this is a cemetery uh, next to the medical garden, basically in the yes, center. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and um, it still has tombstones that are quite um, ornate, but there are also benches, and it's been turned into a park. And I've met a lot of Slovaks who also really like it, so it makes me feel like an insider. Okay, since I really enjoy reading a book there. Okay, um, but. Uh, if we uh, focus on the hiking part yeah. in mm-hmm. Bratislava, we should probably go further <laughs> away from the city center uh, to the small Carpathians. The good thing about Bratislava, people say, is that you can ch- take just a half day off from work and have a fine hike, like just uh, three bus stops away from the center of the city. Have you ever tried that? Yeah, <laughs> I would even say just an evening after work could, work. Okay. <laughs> could be possible. Um, so Koliba is a really great area that has like meadows and hills, but also areas for hiking and cycling. And um, there's a bus that goes to Koliba and it's also accessible through some residential areas. I also was really lucky to take a hike um, to Djevin Castle mm-hmm. straight from Bratislava. So I took a bus to Kuklovska mm-hmm. and... Um, And I did have a friend that helped me, but now it's something I'd feel totally confident doing on my own. So we got off the bus and um, it was just kind of like a regular, I guess a developed area, but pretty soon yeah, we were in the forest. It's, it's one of the very um, densely populated hills of Bratislava okay. called Dlhajdieli. And Kuklovska bus stop is on the very top of, wow. of this hill. So you, you get off the bus there, but you enter the forest almost right away. Immediately. Right? Mm-hmm. And I was really, really happily surprised by the trail markers that Bratislava and all of Slovakia has. Mm-hmm. Colors like blue, yellow, red. Mm-hmm. And um, so that was really helpful. There are also signposts. And so I think it was about 11 kilometers that it took to get to Djevin Castle, mm-hmm. which was a beautiful site. And I highly recommend it. Although we were a little tired from hiking that we didn't want to climb to the top of the tower straight away. Okay. Um, uh, so the nice thing about doing this hike is that you arrive um, to the castle. You sort of see it from, uh, it, it's below Uh, the hill where mm-hmm. you're standing, so you're standing on the hill and then you see the castle, don't you? Yes. It's a bit like uh, that kind of view. It's very <laughs> different from uh, when you when you come to Devin and you just park your car under the castle and then you're just looking up at the castle. Here you are basically coming down the hill. Yes, it's a good teaser too for what you're going <laughs> to see. Yeah. And you can see Austria, which is cool. You can see all of Austria <laughs> <laughs> uh, from top of the The, the hill above the Devin Castle. Not all of Austria, of course. Um, <laughs> but enough to get a taste. <laughs> okay. Uh, but there is one particular thing that you have um, tried in Bratislava, you have visited, and that's the treehouse where, where people can even go to spend the night. Uh-huh. Um, so how's that? Tell us something about the treehouse. Is it worth going there? Uh, I think it. I think it could be. Um, so it's in Zelzna Studienka, which mm-hmm. is um, like this large park that has like all, I don't know, almost like compartments to it. Like there's so much you can find. And so this was in one part of that, um, Kachin, mm-hmm. I believe. And yeah, it's this elaborate tree house that was built by an architect who's done this in a couple other countries. Mm-hmm. And um, you can spend the night, like a f- 
I think maybe up to four people, but three, mm-hmm. two or three is the best. Or you could do it on your own. And um, yeah, it's really cool. So there's this like really neat spiral staircase going up the tree. And it's built in such a way that the tree branches weren't injured or obstructed. And I think it, it would be really neat for someone to try who wants a cool experience. So there's regular beds in the house? Yeah, yeah they have... Um, Like no electricity, but they have like <laughs> tables and beds, and um, and you can bring your own food. Like having a picnic in the treehouse. Okay, people usually say that um, the nicest thing about staying in the treehouse is the uh, the sounds of the trees oh, around. Yeah. Was that very? Did you hear it well? Is it remote enough away from the noise <laughs> of the city? Yes, it definitely is. <laughs> you can hear. Um, you can hear the leaves and the branches, I remember. Okay. And they say that like, the branches at night can scare people, but it's part of the experience. <laughs> okay. Uh, is it possible to get to the treehouse without a car? Yes. You have to make some arrangements, I think, um, with the group that like you're stay not quite renting it from but mm-hmm. um you don't just walk up on your own and <laughs> climb the tree yeah. uh but you can uh, make arrangements for them to meet you at the park when the park itself is accessible by bus mm-hmm. okay it's a busy place the tree house as far as we have found out um it's booked out for the most part so if you if you would like to have this experience in Bratislava it's probably best to book your say uh, very well in advance Okay, Hannah, thank you very much for sharing your tips about hiking in Bratislava. Thank you for inviting me here. <laughs> I'm really happy to be back in Slovakia. <laughs> uh, we're very happy to have you and we will look forward to your experiences from Revuca. Uh-huh. Maybe, you, maybe you can come back and, and have a chat with us about Central Slovakia sure. in I, a few weeks. <laughs> I've been there two weeks now and I think there's going to be a lot more to see. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm sure it will be. That was Hanna Falchuk. Uh, if you have more to share about Bratislava or about other interesting places that you like to recommend to tourists visiting Slovakia, please let us know. The Spectacular Slovakia podcast is available every Wednesday on thespectator.sk and on iTunes. For full information about traveling in Slovakia, visit shop.spectator.sk to buy our Spectacular Slovakia travel guide. I'm Michaela Terencani. Have a nice day.